Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. I'm so excited to chat with you today about something that's very near and dear to my heart, content creation. I know, I know, I'm a word nerd, but hear me out. You're going to love the tips I'm sharing today to create a three-month content calendar in an hour. One hour. So do you want to know an online business secret? Content equals growth. It's true. Content creation has been at the core of everything I've done in my business for the past 20 years. However, when I took my content creation to the next level, that's when my business really took off. So take, for example, my green lifestyle blog, Sweet Greens. I know you're thinking, what? She has a green lifestyle blog too? I do. Sweet Greens was born out of my passion for environmental causes and green products. It started out as a simple blog. I thought it would be a fun way to document some of the fun eco-friendly projects and organic recipes that I was doing with my son, Eben, when he was little. He's 19 now. <laughs> but it became something so much more. My content attracted sponsors and large companies who were interested in partnering with me on their green initiatives, which led to rapid growth. I was writing for some really big names like Target, Cascadian Farms, Applegate Farms, and even Stonyfield Farms. (laughs) And after writing copy for these brands for a few years, I knew that content creation would really be at the heart of my digital marketing business that I was also building at the same time. But I really had no idea how true this would be. So I've been releasing content every single week for, hmm, you know what? I don't even know how long now. I mean, years, over a decade, more than a decade. I mean, I truly believe that consistently providing valuable free content is one of the reasons that my business is where it is today. So let me put this another way. When it comes to growing a business, consistency is key. Well, the same is true when it comes to your content creation. To see how consistent content creation can genuinely make a difference for your business, let's take a look at my digital marketing agency. So in terms of weekly content creation, I create a weekly blog, video, podcast, and newsletter. I also always have social media content going out. So I release my blog, video, podcast, newsletter on Tuesdays. I know it sounds like a lot and you don't have to do it all. You can choose one type of content to put out each week. So if you're a great writer and you love to write, then a weekly blog is right up your alley. If you love being on camera, then you'll shine in a video. 
And if you like to talk and, you know, you like being more live, then try a podcast. I create all three because I've been doing this for 20 years and I've received requests from all kinds of clients and potential clients and, you know, different audiences really asking for different types of content. You know, I, my blog gets a lot of traffic, but you know, a lot of people wanted to consume my content in video. So I started a YouTube channel and then I started to get a lot of requests. Why don't you have a podcast? I don't know. Why don't I have a podcast? <laughs> now I do. So one thing I do know is every week when I put my content out on Tuesday morning, like clockwork, my calendar fills up with potential clients like immediately with that day into the next day all my free consultation slots will just fill up you know and it doesn't really matter what form of content you provide you know some people blog some people have youtube videos you know some people do podcasts you have to pick the medium that's going to work best for you for your personality and your business and do it but you have to make sure you're consistent Consistency is key. If you don't show up every week, your audience isn't going to show up every week. And over the years of working with clients, I've seen people come on board and they get so excited about creating consistent content for their business, but then they get busy. I get it, life happens. But their first thought tends to be that, you know, the content really isn't that important and they put it on hold or it drops off. And, you know, they just don't really feel like they have the time to devote to it or they don't want me to put my time in to create it for them. But, you know, I try to tell them I don't think it's a good idea. You know, the entire point of offering valuable and free content is to establish yourself as a leader in your industry. And how does that happen? Well, it happens through consistency. So inevitably, you know, a few weeks will go by and then I'll have that client calling me. What happened? I don't understand. My phone stopped ringing. I'm not getting consults anymore. I'm not, you know, I'm not getting new customers. Well, what happened is you stopped creating valuable free content. So content really keeps you top of mind. I hear it over and over again with my newsletters, for example. You know, I hear when I jump on a call with a prospect that, oh, I've been getting your newsletter for years and, you know, this one really spoke to what I needed help with right now. And a lot of people tell me they, instead of deleting them, they archive them. <laughs> and then when they're working on a new project, you know, they'll search their emails to see if I have any tips for, you know, a webinar. <laughs> and, then, and if I'm lucky enough, then they call me to help with their webinar launch. So, you know, I've started to hear that my library of videos on YouTube and these podcasts are very helpful. So I'm very, very thankful and I'm kind of blushing over here, but you get the point. I have a lot of free, valuable content and it's all over the place. So another place where consistent content creation has made a significant difference for me in my business is through opt-ins. So I did a big push with opt-ins a few years ago where I started to create a lot of new ones based on questions I get asked all the time or content that's really popular that I could drill down more into. And then also revamping some of the older ones that I had. And again, you can recycle some of your old content to create new opt-ins, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So with these opt-ins, I've been doubling my email list every year. So to replicate the success, you really have to decide 
who your ICA is. So who's your ideal customer avatar? And you want to create free and valuable content that they can download. So you wanna create fantastic opt-ins that are so valuable that you would be proud to sell, but you wanna offer it for free. And then in return, they'll give their name and email address. Really, it's the deal of a century. <laughs> and what's remarkable is there is a direct correlation between the rapidly expanding size of my email list and the growth of my business. So my income, my clients, my team, everything has gotten bigger in the last few years. You wanna think about it this way. Consistent content creation equals rapid email list growth equals more customers, equals more money. But it does take time. It isn't something that's going to take a couple of months. You know, behind every successful business, there's years of hard work. And believe me, creating content is hard work. It's tough to create consistent content because it's time consuming. It's one of the biggest time sinks that my clients have. And I hear over and over again that I don't even know what to write about. I sit down, I'm looking at a blank Google Doc, and they feel defeated. And, you know, how do you combat this? Well, one way that I combat this with all of my clients is by creating a three-month content calendar with them or for them. And it really only takes me about an hour to do. With this strategy that I'm going to teach you, you'll always have topics right at your fingertips. So when you sit down to create your content, which you should be batching and doing a bunch at a time, then you always have a point to write about. And even better, I created a free content calendar template for you. So if you jump over to my website at jennylion.com forward slash content calendar, you can download it. In fact, why don't you give the podcast a pause, grab the content calendar, and then come back over here to start filling it out. And if you're out and about or you're working out right now while you're listening, that's okay. Just pay close attention and then you can download it later and come back and fill it out. So the goal is you're going to want to schedule some time to actually get it done. If you don't have time to sit down and do it right now, then you'll want to jump over to your calendar and just schedule some time in this week. You really need to jump on it pretty quickly or you're going to forget about it. You'll just forget and life will go on and you'll be stressed. <laughs> So here's what you need to do. So once you have your content calendar open, I like to open it because I do add notes to mine and you can do that or you can jot it down on a piece of paper. But the first thing I do is essentially a brain dump. So I don't really worry about coming up with coherent content titles or topics. Instead, I write down everything that's in my head. So a lot of times I can create a lot of the 12 topics that I need for the next quarter just by doing a brain dump. You know, I have a lot of ideas that are floating around in my head for content, you know, and I try to always keep in the back of my mind what my ICA is looking for. And if I'm on calls all day, I'll keep a notepad on my desk where I can jot down any stray thoughts or if someone asks me a question, I think that would be a great blog post or that would be a great video. I'll jot it down and I do the same when I'm on the go. I have a note section in my phone. I'll just talk into it and leave some notes and I add it to my content calendar later. And then another thing that you can do if you um, find yourself getting inspired by the content that you get in emails, you can add those to an Evernote folder and then you can kind of jump back to those whenever you're sitting down to do your 
three months of content. So I really mull over questions that my clients ask me. And I take a look at content that I've created in the last year as well to figure out places where I can expand on my content or offer new advice. And another thing that can be really helpful and has been very helpful for a lot of my clients is to come up with themes. You know, it's a really great way to organize your thoughts. So for example, I do have quite a few clients right now um, with September right around the corner that they're doing some back to school content in August. And even though back to school is going to look a lot different this year than it has before, that just means there's probably a lot of people out there who are looking for your free valuable content with back to school tips, especially for homeschooling or virtual schooling. So there's a lot of opportunity there. And then as fall arrives, then, you know, a lot of topics will shift into holiday topics, you know, and content. But you really want to let themes help you create some of the great ideas that you'll need to create your content going forward. Finally, a terrific place to come up with general ideas for topics is your social media. So if you jump over to your favorite channel, you can kind of pour through over the last post, let's say for the last month, maybe month or two and look through and see which ones were most popular. A high level of engagement likely means that your ICA wants to see more of that type of content. So to check out what I mean, if you jump over to my Instagram, I'm at Jenny Lion Marketing, you'll see some specific examples of the types of posts that get the most engagement with my audience. So I wrote a post earlier this month and it was all about how I really need an organized workspace to concentrate. You know, it's very important to me. I always keep my desk very organized because I don't like anything to distract me. And I also included a link to one of my most popular checklists. And it's a very simple checklist on, you know, how you can easily organize your workspace. But it reached four times more people than any of my other content did that month. And could possibly be a lot of people are working at home now, so they're looking for ideas on how to keep their workspace organized. But either way, it's a topic that people are really interested in. So there you go. There's an idea for some content. And trust me, if you have a post that goes viral, then you need to consider creating more content on that topic the following week, you know, quickly. You really want to capitalize on that success. So who is your ICA? Who is your ideal customer avatar? One thing that most people don't do when they start to write their topics is think about their ICA. This avatar should be your ideal customer. To create it, you should know everything about your ICA. You really need to narrow down who you're talking to in your content. So figuring out your customer avatar really is 100% necessary to figure out the tone of your writing. If you're running a law firm, you might want your formal tone. If you're writing a green lifestyle blog like Sweet Greens, then you might want to have a more fun educational tone. And if you need help finding your ICA, no worries, I have a free template. You can jump over to the website and grab it at jennylion.com forward slash ICA. So now that you have all these rough ideas down on paper, it's really time to put them into a useful form. So if you haven't already, it's time to jump over to jennylion.com forward slash content calendar, download the content calendar and come back. Open it up and we'll take a look at the template. So the template lays out everything that you need to know to write fantastic weekly content. 
There are four tabs on the content calendar, one for each quarter. Just make sure that you're starting on the right one. So the first column, as you can see, it's for the publish date. So all of the different months are color coded so that you can quickly reference where you are in the year. And remember, the template is editable, so you can take out week five. Some months will have it, but it varies year to year. The next column is for your author. So it's really important if you have someone else creating content with you or for you. If you're the sole writer, you can put down your name if you want. If you have a guest host, jot their name down. If you're using a copywriter like me, <laughs> then go ahead and put their name down. This strategy will help keep your content creator workload straight. And the section for topic title, that's pretty obvious. When you're first filling out this template, it might be useful to put some of those general topic ideas that you jotted down in that section. It gives your template a little bit of structure. And then afterwards, you can refine those topics into attention grabbing titles that will get people really excited. And then the content description. Here is where you can put a sentence or two. It's a description really about the content. This will remind you of what you want to talk about when you eventually sit down to create it. And it's also really helpful if you need to create any type of meta descriptions. So your keywords. Well, you want to maximize the number of people who consume your content. So you need to follow some SEO best practices. This includes using specific keywords through your content, but you don't want to keyword stuff. You don't want to spam your keywords and pack them into every sentence. You know, you want your keywords to be natural. <laughs> and of course, your free offer or call to action because every piece of content should include a free, valuable download. Let me say that again. Every piece of content should include a free download. Think about, think about it like this. Why are you creating the content in the first place? A lot of times it's to grow your email list. So offer some sort of in content that's really valuable. And we just talked about this, but your ICA. So just make sure that you jot the information that you know about your ICA down in this column. It'll really keep it fresh and top of mind when you sit down to create your content. I also have a couple of columns in here for social media. I like to keep my hashtags in here just because it reminds me to use them. <laughs> and you wanna get your content in front of the right people and having the right hashtags can really help you do that. There's a little section for social media posts. It can really pay to write a few social media posts with every piece of content that you create as you're creating it because it saves you a lot of time in the future. Then there's the completed box. Pretty fairly simple. You finish writing a topic, you write yes or you check mark it off. But I also recommend selecting the entire row and picking the strike through option. It's like checking the whole thing off your list. And I don't know what it is, but when I do it, it feels very satisfying. <laughs> and then approved. So you only need to use the approved if you're writing, you know, if someone else is writing the content for you and you need to approve it or vice versa, then you can add a little check mark there. And if you're new to the podcast, 
then you might not know this about me. So I'm a big believer in recycling. So kind of fanatical. <laughs> One of the best resources that I offer people, both current clients and potential clients alike, is I have a huge catalog of content. I mean, the trick is that things are continually moving in the digital marketing and virtual assistant industries. So every year or two, I go back through all of my content and I do a little renovating, you know, I go through and I look at really old, out of date content and, you know, I'll kind of plop their names down in my content calendar as a, hmm, maybe I want to, you know, rewrite some of this content. It makes it a really quick reference and it can make it really easy for creating new content. So it's one example of how you can recycle old content by reusing some of what you already have. So think of it this way, you have a blog post and it has an opening paragraph, which would be your introduction. You know, it's kind of like your theme, uh, thesis statement. Then you have that closing paragraph, which really sums up everything that the reader just absorbed. So imagine you have an out of date piece of content about Instagram, say it was written in 2015. Useless, right? No, not really, you can recycle it. You know, all you have to do is delete that middle section, the 2015 content, and replace that content with new content. You still have to come up with some fresh material for the middle, but you already have a really solid opening and closing already written. So it'll save you a ton of time. So you can think of it this way. If the type of content that you put out is a blog and say that you put out a blog once a month, but you've been doing that for the past six years, well, that's 72 blogs. That's not a bad amount of content. But imagine if you took the time to go back through the content and pick out some pieces that you could recycle. There you go. You could save a little bit of time. So here's a question. If binge-worthy content works so well for Netflix, why aren't you doing the same thing with your business content? It's not only about choosing good topics, but choosing topics that people want to consume. So how do you draw them in? You know, personally, I'm a huge believer that all marketing needs to tell a story. I think all marketing should be personality infused and it should tell a story. <laughs> I mean, everything from a blog post to a social media post to an email newsletter, you really should start by having a beginning, a hook, something that's gonna grab them and pull them in, a middle part, which I like to really sprinkle with benefits, and an ending where you're going to have your call to action. But it needs to go a little bit further than that. Like most forms of story, your content should always have themes and conflicts attached to them. A solid theme will give your content a through line for your customers to latch onto. And a great conflict will allow you to create a problem that needs solving. These strategies will help you create content that your customers will want to consume and then it will move them into other content that you have and deeper and deeper into your funnel. So when creating your content calendar, keep that in mind. So what did we learn today? Well, let's sum up everything that we just talked about. So first, consistency is key. Second, opt-ins will grow your email list, which will help get your free valuable content in front of your ICA. And third, don't let those great ideas escape you. Make sure to jot them down or get them into your phone. And then of course, transfer them over to your three month content calendar. 
And fourth, make sure that you know your ICA, your ideal customer avatar. You should know this person inside and out. And fifth, make sure you jump over to the website, use the free content calendar template to organize all of your thoughts. Number six, take a look at recycling some of your old valuable content. And last but not least, keep storytelling in mind to create binge-worthy content. Finally, I don't want you to forget to grab the free content calendar template. You can find it over on my website at jennylioncom forward slash content calendar. I'll also drop a link to it in the show notes. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you haven't done so already, please subscribe. I'll be adding new content weekly. And if you're not subscribed, there's a good chance you'll miss out. If there's anything in this podcast that stimulated some ideas, I would love to hear them. Jump over to our Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast community on Facebook and leave me a note. I hope you found these tips for creating a three-month editorial calendar in one hour helpful. I'll see you next time on Digital Marketing Made Simple. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.